months is uh, many people who are listening to the Torah stream uh, want to know how they get the old shirim that are not on the Torah stream, not on the site. Many people are listening to uh, Torah Anytime, want to know how to get the old shirim on Torah stream. So the name of the website for those listening is TorahStream.org. It's one word, T-O-R-A-H-S-T-R-E-A-M, TorahStream.org. Uh, so... Um, if you're on Territorian Time, has a few hundred of them. Uh, there are about a thousand on the website. Uh, so just Ayan uh, Shum, again, TerrorStream.org. I'll try to, uh, people keep asking me to announce it. Uh, remind me in two months, I'll announce it again. But that's where, um, that's the Shul's website. So you should have that uh, you know, available over here. Okay. Uh, let's continue. I'm trying to uh, recap some of the shies we didn't get to and explore some of them that we began. Uh, let's go to the uh, next one. I just, I think I mentioned this before the summer. Uh, somebody over the summer asked me a uh, detail and had a version of this in real time. Uh, if you remember, we spoke about recouping losses from Meister. Classic example, you loan somebody money, you didn't have in mind to use Meister, after you hear this, you'll have it in mind from now on, but you didn't, and it becomes bad debt, and you realize after a while the money is not coming back. And now you have a great idea, you know what, he's obviously a Nitzrach, I'll use it for Meiser. I don't think you can do that, because that's recouping bad debt for Meiser. You basically have a loss now of $1,000, and instead of you taking the loss, you'd rather Meiser take the loss. Uh, that's the problem. What you can do, just some experience, is if a lot of people borrowing money uh, need the money and then it's rochem and there's a good chance they can't pay it back. So when you give it to them, you don't have to tell them that to make them feel bad. You say, look, I want the money back, but have in mind that you're going to take this from your Meiser account and if it comes back, use it for the next person and you come out for, uh, for, for Meiser. I, I'm not convinced you could take it back and say, if I'm making it tonight, if it's lost, I want Meiser to take it and if I get it back, I want to put it in my pocket. I don't know if that works either. That might have some studs in Lakan Lakan, but at least make the Tanai in your mind, because you won't be, if you do that, you won't be recouping bad loss, bad debt, Lama Freya. That's an important uh, din, which happens a lot. A fellow came over to me and he said his wife was working as a secretary for a yeshiva, and the yeshiva went bankrupt. I thought I didn't hear right. I said bankrupt as in like official bankruptcy? They said, yeah, that's not common. Usually yeshivas just consistently bankrupt. I mean, they're running, no, they just don't have, they're running on a very tight budget, they don't have money. But to declare bankruptcy, he said, no, no, there was a, they, they sold it to somebody else, they started from scratch. I don't know if that was an official bankruptcy in the court, but they actually, they're, they're, the corporation doesn't exist anymore. And another Hanhalo took over, which uh, perhaps in the circumstances might have been a good idea. And his wife never got paid. They were very apologetic, but they couldn't, and they had to, uh, they basically left, and they, somebody else took over, and they weren't trying to bamboozle anybody into not taking money. They just had to start again, and they, somebody wanted to continue the shiva, so new management took over. Fine, that's what bankruptcy laws are for. That's what uh, Shemitah's Kesafim is for. So I, he's telling me the story. I knew what was coming, and that's what was coming. He wanted to know the three years of salary that they owed his wife. Could he take it off of Meiser? The answer is the same. It's the same case. The answer is no, you cannot recoup bad debt from Meiser. 
what you can do in a case where the yeshiva really is going to pay and can pay and is about to pay, and they say, we have a check for you, even for 30 cents in the dollar, and then at that point you say, you know what, I'd like to give it, I see your Shafiqesh started, no, I want to give it as nation, that's fine. But it has to be real, it can't be, I'm giving now my sir, don't pay me back if they wouldn't have paid you back anyway. But again, you're recouping uh, your losses for my sir. So I thought that was an interesting application, and um, I told him uh, those are the parameters. Uh, Yerusha. Somebody gets Yerusha. Good evening. Somebody gets Yerusha. And uh, the Yerusha is cash, or somebody gets a matana, the matana is cash, then it is you should be taking Meiser. If somebody gives you a couch as a matana, you, the minig is also, also machlik is that the minig is you don't have to convert the couch into what the cash value is and then take off 10% because then the guy just costs you money. I'm not saying it's not fair because you just got a $1,000 couch and now you're paying $100. Not bad. There's a tzad lachmer, the minig there is local. But if you get cash, then you should be taking off meiser. Yerusha, uh, Pashis uh, triggers a chi of meiser, certainly if it's cash. If it's buildings or something else, then the taina is, well, I've got a $10 million building. I don't have a million dollars to pay myself. Okay, if you don't have, you don't have it. It doesn't mean there's not a chiv. Uh, the peskim seem to assume over there that it's not a guy giving you a gift here and there. It's a lot of value. And if you can't afford it now, let it mark it down. Pasha says you should be paying myself on that. I'm mentioning that now because it's going to come up in the tail end of the uh, two Shilas that got a lot of mileage this summer. I think you were, you were, you were there for one of them. That it got a lot of mileage. You saw the screaming and yelling going back and forth. They weren't screaming at me, of course. But, uh, but uh, you saw I had to like explain what I was getting at. And after Sheer, I took two of the guys and explained it, and then they finally they got it. But I guess if you're not in real estate, it could be confusing. But it's an important Nakuda. Two different Shilas. One of them have a bigger tzad lahoko than the other. If a guy has a building, real estate investment, commercial real estate, the big money is in either a refi or a final sale at a great profit. The rent roll is the rent roll. Hopefully you make some money, but that's not where the big money is. So a person buys a building for $2 million. The numbers here are not that complicated. I'll try to keep the numbers easy. won't add many zeros. He buys a building for $2 million. And then uh, within a year, he uh, refinances and he pulls a million million dollars out and now he's free to take that million dollars and spend it on whatever he wants. Sometimes the bank will ask you, but it's really irrelevant. Um, The money is yours to spend. Oh, it's got a million dollars. Came into the bank. Without money, walked out of the bank with a million dollars. Vivaldi. You have to pay Meister on that money? So the Pashtus is no, because it's not your money, it's only a loan. So far, so good. What troubles me, and it only troubles me because I have experience watching this happen. Many people are doing a refi, Many different buildings, many times it gets complicated and people forget, you know, how do you forget that you borrowed a million dollars? But if you borrowed it, it's amateurized at a 30-year rate, but it's a seven-year loan, commercial real estate, got to seven years, 
and you took the money, you spent it, either on a vacation, a chasna, bar mitzvah, or you bought another building. Whatever. So you didn't take a miser. So we took a million dollars out of this building, and we bought it for two, that was your post-miser money. Took a million dollars out, Baruch Hashem. And now you sold the building a few years later for four million dollars. So what I'm about to say is a double push it. You wouldn't believe the arguments I got. You now you bought a building for two and sold it for four. What's your meiser basis now? What do you hide meiser on? What? Three. Three. How'd you get three? Two. Okay. Well, okay. One second. So very good. Okay. So so. <laughs> That's, I'm on your side of Kiva, but, but, but you'd be amazed what I had to. So uh, it, it gets worse because I said the profit on this building is $2 million. And believe it or not, I had people arguing for not an insignificant amount of time that you went to the closing and you only came home with a million dollars. So why am I paying my rent $2 million? I said, excuse me, sir, you forgot you borrowed a million dollars? He said, yeah, that was three years ago. Right now, I'm coming home with a million dollars. Makes no sense. And I, I, I settled it afterwards, and they, 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 they were masking. the same thing. The post basis was two million. He sold for four. It's two million of profit. That's what IRS would say. It's, yeah, two million. Well, I, I don't know. David, you'll explain to me what you meant by that in a minute, but let's just get what the Allah says, and I'll go back to the IRS in a minute. Uh, he bought it for two, and he sold it for four. He made two million dollars profit. The fact that he only walked away with one million dollars is relevant because they had to pay back the million dollars to the bank. That's what you were saying what the IRS would say. I think anybody would say that. You made $2 million. What gets me nervous is people don't realize that with this guy and these intelligent people sitting there. Uh, he kept hammering away. They only walked away with a million dollars. I said, yeah, but you didn't pay Meister in the... Idiot pay Meister on the front end or the tail end. Can't burn the candle in both directions, which is a double push it. So the reason it only feels like you made a million dollars is you only walked out with a million dollars. Okay. So then, if you can't afford it now because you spent the money, so from now on, maybe pay Meister on the million dollars you pulled out in a refi, even though you're just borrowing the money. Because the intention of the refi is never to repay it. Because, and there are people doing this and made millions and millions and millions of dollars over 30 years because the interest rates kept going down, Baruch Hashem. And they kept refining, refining, refining. And it's safer because otherwise you're talking going to forget. I'm not insisting on it. I'm just saying you've got to have a system where you can't walk out of a closing pulling out, walking away a million dollars and thinking you only made a million dollars. The way I do it is that whenever I don't pay my turn until I get my cash back. Once I get my cash back, I'll have a dollar, 10%, whatever, 20%, I get my turn after that. So if I put a, a $100,000 into it, it could be whatever the building is. Yeah. Once I do a refund, I get $100,000 back. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's what I'm suggesting. I can't even hire somebody that. It's not the first refi. I won't do it on the first refi. No, you have the first refi because you're just getting your cash out. But I don't care. That's a good system because you won't forget. But whatever system you use, you've got to mark it down because... Well, you can keep track on a little bit on the... Not 100% on the capital, but there is a reconciliation cash to, to, to regular basis. You can look and you can see what you use. But it's just funny. I had a group of... Season this minute there, I and there were people who were arguing until I put out the fire because it didn't make any sense. They just didn't cut. As I'm only walking away with a million dollars, I say, Yeah, but you forgot you never paid MISO on the first thing. You can't have a situation you look at it as a loan. What? They didn't want to get out of the MISO. We went through a shoe battle. Whether it makes a difference if the refi is recourse or not. Like, it's really a loan that you could uh, 
but I but, and we, but, we but it's really it. alone. Even if it's not recourse, it's really alone. So I'm saying Mikra then you don't have to. I think it's a better system because otherwise you can spend the money and either you're gonna forget or you're not gonna have the money. The People the spend money they pull out. Yes. Okay, but we're going to get to increased value soon. This is no, very no, important. No, These no, shadows no, are very no, common. No, for, yes, so that's why I'm going to get to that. And the minig is not to, even though that's not a double muskum, yeah. the minig is not to. What are we saying, Yuri? What? If you pay down debt and you borrow against it again, that's not my privilege. Well, it, I'm, I'm timing that the original debt is not doesn't trigger a miser no, here either. But I'm saying, you, if, you, if you borrow 100000 and you pay back 50 of it, and then you refinance and borrow another 100000 only 50 of that... That's for sure, but I'm saying more. I'm saying none of it really triggers a miser bill. You just have to remember, and you have to have the cash on hand, that when you finally sell, or the Arsham finally sell, then you've got to remember that um, the fact that only walking away with this much instead of this much is because you enjoyed the money already. And you can't split basis because then you get an increased basis on the Yerusha, so we're not going to... Well, that's the Yeah, the Yerusha. So I'll tell you where I'm... was When the regular person was co-mechanical... Right, doesn't have to be a guy who owns $100 million bill. Yeah, 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 you pulled out money, you've got to pay it back, and if you sell the house, you've got to just... I don't care what system you use, just got to be consistent... And you got to not forget about what money you enjoyed in your vacation with the cruise, kosher cruise that had a machitza and uh, all the other. So the Yashim would, would, yeah. would have a double bill. They would have to pay the father's bill on the gain, and then let's just say it's a four million dollar property. Right. Okay. So so they they were Yashim four million dollar property, and but there's a two million dollar gain which the father already realized part of it. If they have to pay taxes on it, so all the no, Meister bills are always I, I, net of taxes. Account, I believe the IRS value, valuation would be the value of the property the day the person died to when the, when the Yarshan sold. That would be, that would be their basis. That's nice. Yeah. It's very nice. That's nice of them. They're okay. Yeah. They're very generous. Somebody well, else's money, well, yeah. I'm just reading today Mr. Loon. Wants to, wants to really increase the... Uh, well, Mr. Lou can listen to the shear. There's no halachic issue with that. So why don't you send him a clip and he'll uh, understand what's... It. He's the only guy there who can listen to the shear legally. Uh, so tell him... Uh, maybe he is for all I know, by the way. Uh, yes? Okay, so that's the next thing. So the next step. So this is pretty straightforward, even though it took me a while to explain. But again, I'm just suggesting you take it off earlier after you pull a principal because then you know it's done and you know you have the cash for it. Always in court later and you're going to be screaming poverty. Even though the guy involved in this is usually not poor. Yes? Before we leave real estate, what about... Oh, we're not leaving it for a while. It's good. We're going to be on this. Uh, that that's the next thing. Okay? So that, very good. <laughs> that's why he said that's the next thing. And this caused even more fireworks. So we have our guy, he sold the building, so I now convinced him that he shouldn't forget about what he pulled out before him and put that back in the mix to understand how much money he really pulled out of this deal. Then the next thing that, of course, comes along is, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had this shaila, they say, well, I'm doing a 1031 exchange for the uh, uninitiated over here. The 1031 exchange is another wonderful tool of the IRS and their generosity. 
and they say you can use as a tax shelter instead of paying any money on this profit. Here, you bought a just You bought a building for ten million dollars. You sold it for fifty million dollars. You have a forty million dollar basis for a tax bill. They say if within forty five days you name the next property and within six months you close on it, you are now completely covered. You don't have to pay a penny of tax. It's all deferred till the next time we discuss it, and the next time you make a sale. Gavaldic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say you have to use at least all the money. You can spend more money in the next building, but you have to take all the money and put it in the next building and do this 1031 exchange. If you can find one on time, then you're in good shape. So now, people want to say, "Well, I just made." Let's use the bigger numbers because it'll it'll show you where I'm going with this. Uh, and there aren't. Uh, I can't say I can't say there aren't any any truvas, uh, but you can write up what I'm saying, and uh, there aren't many truvas on this topic, if there are any. But I'm telling you what, what I think is, is an issue over here. Uh, the guy wants to attend to anyone's change. The Pasha says, when you finally sell something, we're makele, we don't make you pay when the stock went up or when the building went up. Fine, even though it's not Pashit. Rabbi Yashuv, uh, as I told you last night, holds you should really be paying mice every three months, and he's not, not so makele on the stock going up even though you didn't sell it, just for the record. But the many I think, is lahokel. But now you sold it. You sold the building. And $5 million to $50 million made $45 million. So now you can say, well, $45 million, I owe the Aniyam $4.5 million. Or maybe this guy should be paying Chaymish. <laughs> the Aniyam $9 million. Uh, <laughs> suggestion. Uh, I owe $9 million, uh, but I don't have a Chiyiv because I'm doing a 1031 exchange. So I always get two arguments. Do I have a Chiyiv? And if I do, I can't afford it. Why can't you afford it? Because I don't have the cash, because I need all this money for the 1031 exchange. So what I'd like to remind the people here and the people that ask me, the Shaila, is that not affording is always relative. You see, the guy just made $45 million, and he's saying he can't afford it. Why can't you afford it? There's no chi of the Reisa to do a 1031 exchange. Even the IRS doesn't, isn't my high view. It's not that he can't afford it, because he can do the 1031 exchange and refinance it and cash out afterwards. Um, not usually not because usually they're buying a bigger building (laughs) this is my experience I'm just telling I don't buy these hundred million dollar buildings every day but I'm just telling the shots that got to me usually they say I have real service this is what Lushen tells me I have big service I just made 40 million dollars I gotta quickly within 45 days name a building and the building I named is Baruch Hashem twice the size near Battery Park and I don't know how I'm gonna afford this that's usually what... what uh, now, if the people listening think this is strange, then uh, we'll take up a collection from... Okay, I know all the sarcastic comments. Well, Maisa, this, there's a real Shiloh over here. He wants to do the 10 day one exchange, and you have to... The reality check over here is that you don't have a to do a 10 day one exchange. You want to do one. I would also want to do one. Who wants to pay taxes? But the Pashas is when you make a sale, you trigger a chiyuv to the anim. Okay, maybe that's up. That maybe that that's up sure to help people out, but I don't know. Too many people want to do that. But that would be a miser. That would be a miser at that point. It doesn't have to be cash. It might be miser. Okay, if you see a if you see a building in Manhattan that has one building that says Yeshiva's Chachme Leblin, you'll know what happened. Uh, if you if you're you can open up which is every building will have an LLC. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that would be considered nice. You don't have to 
yes, yes, and no, because the yeshiva or the aniyim have to okay this because if they need the money for Shabbos and you now gifted part of your building, that's not going to help them too much. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, they won't say no, but uh, again, you gotta, it's a, it's a real chiv to give out so miser. Oh, it should be liquid, yeah. Miser is liquid. Well, if it's for anim, then they need the food. <laughs> you know, it doesn't help if they starve all the way to the back, Rahmanullah Slana, they building a Manhattan. No, because you can't get my yeshiva also if the yeshiva's okay with it. I'm not negating that idea, I'm just saying it's not, not so partial. So, argument number one is they don't have the money. Argument number two, this one's a little better, and I'm going to explain to you why I don't think it's an argument. One fellow asked me, is if I have a business, I'll give my own marshal. I opened a business, I went into the table business, I'm making tables, manufacturing tables. I have a small business and I want to grow it. Got to grow your business. So at the end of the year, I pulled out only $50,000 in salary. We made $300,000. Can I take $250,000 and put it back in the business? I want to buy more equipment. I want to buy a warehouse. I'm growing a business. Is that mutter? A very basic shayla. So I think it is. I think you asked me that uh, back in June sometime. I, I think it is. I think it's like a business expense. If I, if I charge the business uh, renting a car or flying somewhere to meet a client, it's a business. I'm growing the business. Now, you're not going to get away with this because the end, when you sell the business, it's going to be depreciated, of course, but you're going to have some value there and you're going to pay my at the end. Okay, right now I'm growing my business. So this guy claims, he says, I'm also growing my business. I have a real estate business and I'm growing my empire. So why can't I just keep doing a 1031 and um, I'm not pulling out salary, I keep putting it in. There's an even bigger end because if you're medallic in the washing of the IRS, it's not a sale. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. an exchange. Okay. Hence, 1031 exchange. So, it's, so, it's, it's a good deal. Great for the IRS. It's a great deal for the IRS, and that's why I'm letting you get away with it. My problem is as follows. I, I, have, I have an issue not because I'm, I'm, I want people to give money when they're not mechuyus. I hashkafically slash halachically, there's got to be something wrong with the following picture. A guy for 30 years, let's take the last 30 years snapshot, interest rates are going down, people are refining, and they're selling, and they're buying bigger. He started off with one building worth a million dollars, he's now got a hundred million dollars worth of building. And there's never, for the last 30 years, ever a Meister event? He doesn't have a hundred million dollars worth of building, because sure he does. now also has He has double. He's worth more money over the last thirty years. He keeps growing, keeps refining, pulling out money, also, and he keeps buying more and more. Refining is a loan. We just said well, refining is a loan. That's not a miserable event. So every time he makes big money, pulls out a million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars, refine, and then he finally sold. I'm about to. I'm here. The gabai waiting, waiting with, you know, to collect for the him. So no, it's a ten day one exchange, and you should be a diak. It's an exchange, and the diak is correct. So here we have, the guy got 30 years, there's never a chiyamaiser. So I can't quantify the chilek, or even qualify the chilek between the guy with the table building his business, but there's something wrong. Meiser is not something we're trying to avoid. The IRS, whatever legal loophole they had, if you don't use it, it's baltashchis. Mamash has shot on good Jewish guilt. There's no reason for it. If it's mutter, then, then use it. Over here, we don't try to avoid miser. We're trying to have the schuss of paying miser. So it's a little bit strange. And so the, one guy reminded me, he says, no, 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 I took a salary. I said, what's your salary? He said, I, I clear at least $50,000 a year. Guy has $100 million in building, making $50,000 a year in salary. He says, that I pay miser on. I said, shkayach. Thank you. Uh, and my, 
you understand what I'm saying? A little strange that you could... And I spoke to people who were doing this, mature, seasoned, Choshuva B'nai Torah, and they said they have paid Meiser um, with the 1031. Sometimes it was difficult, sometimes it was but they got to it. When they sold, they ended up paying, and they even pay on refi because of the reason I thought was a good reason. They don't want to get confused later what they did spend. Is that. So the shots I got were from the younger guys who were just getting into it. And they didn't have, I spoke to some older seasoned uh, people, then they said that they, uh, they hear the Shaila, but they've been paying. If you don't do this, then you're, you're, the guy's making Baruch Hashem loads of money. There's no chiyah, I said. I just find that very strange. That's, that, that's my problem with it. Isn't it similar that a person has a, has a piece of real estate? Right. He made, he made a $3 million profit on the year of his income. Right. And then depreciation knocked out all of his... All That's of why I didn't even mention depreciation. Because depreciation is my a function of accountants at the IRS, a great so, loophole. So, so, so if, I, if I'm able to depreciate away $3 million of profit, do I have to pay MISER because it's just a... It's a, it's a, it's a hypothetical... Yeah. Loop. Oh, so you have to pay MISER on... Yeah, of course. You, it'll catch up with you sooner or later, the depreciation, yeah, because you, want, you don't have to burn it at both ends. Yeah. No, but I'm saying... Yeah, I will tell you, Avi, you don't have to... You right, don't, so, so, so it comes out that these halachos are, are stricter than... Uh, Sometimes, I'd say, I, I, by the way, I mentioned at the beginning of this year, we don't always pass like the IRS, otherwise we wouldn't need the Shulchan Aras. <laughs> I could just have you speak. <laughs> I could have you speak. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, we don't, we, a lot of times it's just plain seichel, so the IRS happens to agree. Sometimes we want machmet, sometimes we want mekel. I will tell you, if you keep depreciating, 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 what happens when you sell the building, then you have a higher tax basis now. So you don't have to burn the candle against you in both directions. That I will be mudded. You really have to keep, you need a good account to keep track. Um, yes, I know of one if, you, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're shopping around. Um, so you know what I'm saying? You don't, to, you don't have to hit yourself twice. Uh, they, 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 I should call it a hit. That's not a nice word in terms of you want to, again, it's a privilege to pay my sir. But there's something wrong with a situation where somebody can go uh, from, I don't want to use rags to riches, but if he, if he has... A situation where he doesn't have money starting off and he builds empire, he just builds, 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 and never pays Meiser? So, so you could say it's not a kasha, that's the Matthias, but I, I don't know if hashkafically that's that sound. And just to put it back to Yerusha, we have an issue. Then he never paid any Meiser ever. And when I went on, on 120, he leaves the world, and now the kids get $100 million in real estate. So now they're going to say, I can't pay Meiser, I don't have cash. So my suggestion is, well, Maybe sell one building out of ten, and pay, because then they're, they're going to do the same thing. They never pay, so no one ever pay. It, it does something wrong. The, the Yoshim are required to pay miser even if it's let's say set up in a trust type vehicle. Yeah, all that's good for their, the accountants, and uh, they're not getting it except in in pre measured installments. If they don't have access to it, they only pay miser on the part they have access to. And does the trust itself have to pay miser? No. No, there's no corporate tax. Then we'll make on the IRS. There's no, <laughs> there's no corporate tax. Not individual tax. Then we'll make Yes. Making money is when it's liquid. Making money is when it's liquid, but they're tiny. It's not liquid because I got to do a ten thing one exchange. So, My so, kasha is what does gotta mean? I gotta do a ten thing one exchange. What do you mean? You have so, to do so, a ten. So, okay, liquid, liquid, is liquid, does liquid mean cash? Or liquid means anything? Does liquid mean anything more than cash? Yeah. 
yeah, liquid could mean if, you, if a guy paid you in, in something that you're going to convert. And Baba Kama is all about Idis, Iberis, Idis is always, Metalton is always Idis because you can convert it. Now, if I pay you in three cars and I can sell the cars in a minute uh, at a value, that's like cash. If I gave you 89,000 soap bars and you're not in the business, then that's not cash. Anyway, we're out of time, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll continue tomorrow night.